Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm doing market research right now for something that we'll be releasing under the mob management umbrella and helping to extend talent management into also education for creators that aren't maybe ready for management yet. Which, by the way, (laughs) stop, drop, roll. I have an influencer management agency called Mob Management. And we are quite literally the coolest creator community on the internet. So you should definitely check us out in the description box below. Oh my god, how does James Charles talk this fast? I'm like, hyperventilating. But anyway... I'm doing market research for this. A lot of that means that I consult influencer coaches, social media gurus, people that are teaching creators how to monetize just to see what like knowledge is available out there, what gaps can be filled, what voids can be filled, what what is just out there right now. And I'm realizing one thing. One, and there's a huge gap in knowledge between not just brands and influencers, but between influencers. So most of the resources that you probably see available for you to learn the business of influence is if you're an aspiring creator, and that's mostly like how to create your niche, how to grow your community, which platforms should you be on, how to reach out to brands, right? And then you have knowledge that's being provided to influencers with representation, which is more so like personal branding and development and how to partner with the right brands and create a partnership that converts and how to select, you know, the right press sources that you want to be, depending on what representation that you have, right? If it's just brand partnership representation, or if you're also being represented as a model or some sort of commercial talent, or, you know, you have your own business and you have a manager for that. So business being like D to C product or something of the sort. But there's not a lot of education available to influencers who are in this in-between stage where you're like not a beginner, but you're also not ready for management or representation. So that's kind of the void that we're trying to fill. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) But as I'm doing this market research, I'm seeing the same marketing tactic being used over and over. And I wanted to share this with you because... It can be blinding because I would argue this is one of the most, if not the most, effective marketing tactic because it's very psychologically manipulative and it can be done ethically, but most of the time it's not. So don't let this shiny object cause you to work with somebody that may actually not be the right fit for you is what I'm hoping to raise awareness around. So the marketing tactic is I have X years of experience doing this or 
I make X amount of money a month. That kind of stuff. You've probably seen it. I have 10 years of experience in influencer marketing. Okay. I make $100,000 every month. Why is that so effective? Well, because we trust numbers. That's why statistics are more effective. If I tell you that 2% of creators have representation, I don't even know if that's true. I'm just coming up with it. 2% of influencers have a manager representation. You're more likely to believe me than if I were to tell you some influencers have a manager or representation, right? You're less likely to argue with me when I give you a statistic versus if I just give you like a qualitative statement about what may or may not be true. It's the same thing with experience, except here's the thing with, with telling somebody you have 10 years of experience doing something. The reason why this is such a manipulative tactic, and I'm not saying everybody's using it to manipulate people, but like, this is what it does subconsciously in your mind. When I tell you, let's say that I have 10 years of experience doing something, you automatically think in your mind, it translates in your mind to, wow, she's been an expert for 10 years. But that's not true. We missed a chapter. <laughs> it doesn't mean I was an expert for 10 years. It just means I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been perfecting the speed at which I can do something for 10 years. Or I've, you know, been learning these processes for 10 years. But I've not been an expert for 10 years. So quality of experience is not the same thing as quantity of experience. I could have been sitting at my desk twiddling my thumbs for 10 years and I could still argue that I've been doing whatever for 10 years. So careful. <laughs> Just because somebody has been doing something for X amount of time doesn't mean they've been doing it for as an expert. Start to ask them about the quality of their experience to really understand are they an expert or a trusted professional in that area or they're not, and you should consult a trusted professional instead. The other thing is being able to make X amount of money a month, a year. A very popular one on TikTok is like, I make six figures every month. I've made my clients $100,000 monthly. Well, I mean, that one's a little bit more difficult to prove, but it certainly is attention grabbing and it makes you listen. Most of the time, something I've learned by reading books about wealth and rich dad, poor dad, or even talking to wealthier people is silence is wealth. Like you, you don't need to prove that you've made six figures in a month. You don't need to prove how much money you have made for yourself if you've really done that. There's something about just being like confident in the fact that like, yeah, you know, I've got a strategy that works and it makes me a ton of money or I, you know, have enough years of experience that like I know the foundations, but I'm always learning more. Like that's, that's the important part. Not, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years or I've, I've generated X amount of money in, in six months. And those things are kind of shiny objects as I like to call them in marketing make it really appealing. They generate a lot of hype. They'll make your video go viral if you say it in their video. They'll like make you seem like a credible source. 
But the key is if you're in, in interviewing managers or social media professionals or, or whatever, and they do use these marketing tactics, make sure that you actually ask them about the quality of their experience. And if they don't use these marketing tactics, then, I mean, it really doesn't matter because the one thing I've learned is people truly do not give a fuck how long you've been doing something. They don't give a fuck how much money you've made for one of your clients. They care about what you can do for them. And in industries like influencer marketing and social media and being able to monetize your digital presence, those things change every single time. You know, every experience working with with a client in those spheres is always different. So the money that, you know, a manager generated for one influencer may be different than the money that they generated for another influencer. Or working 10 years on in advertising, maybe a different experience for a social media coach than if they were self-taught and have been teaching themselves how to do this for 10 years. Everything is very different. So I would encourage you, if you're looking to hire some sort of professional as an influencer, whether that is a social media coach or sign with a management agency or a business strategist or somebody, make sure that you actually ask them about the quality of their experience. Ask them, you know, and some of them, some of the good ones will actually even give you ideas on, on how they can help you specifically. Like they'll just volunteer that information sometimes just to give you a sense of like, these are the things that I can do. These are the connections that I have. This is like how I can help you. I'm really passionate about who you are and your story. Okay. So be really careful. There's a lot of these marketing tactics (laughs) that are used as shiny objects and I'm not saying everybody using them is manipulative but I'm saying a lot of them are and the more that you start identifying them within social media coaches and influencer gurus and management agencies and other types of professionals looking to help influencers with their business the more that you identify these marketing tactics the, the smarter of a consumer or client you'll become and it'll help you pick the right person with the right agency the right coach for you and your goals in your business. The most important part of any service professional is that they can show you that they can help you and they can impact you. You are their priority. So if for some reason they're making their priority their experience, the amount of money that they've made, then they probably don't care about you. Okay? Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.